Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Stacy. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. It's a blessing to be able to come on and be able to record the podcast with you. A blessing. <laughs> a blessing. It's a blessing. Um, I pray and hope that um, February it has been going well for you. You say, why is it a blessing for me to come on and record the podcast with you? Because it also helps me to be able to see what it is that God needs to say to as well. Um, sometimes, you know what, it's like a matter of, you know what, as I'm talking, you know, the Lord will also begin to speak to my heart as well sometimes. And so I'm hoping and praying that as he's speaking to my heart on some things and then there's other stuff that he uh, allows me to be able to speak. And I'm hoping and praying that you receive what it is, um, the parts of it that you need to receive as well. And so that's a blessing because when you receive a word from God, when you receive receive a word from God and you act in faith on that word, that gives you the opportunity to be blessed. Um, and so that's the reason why um, you have to um, be able to receive the word of God, because it opens up the door of blessing in your life. Um, when you can receive a word from God and then you can make it applicable to your life and then you see how God will act and respond to your faith. And so uh, uh, when you see God acting and responding to your faith. Is one of the evidences that we know that he is God. He does respond to his people and he does respond to faith. Um, and so that's why I kind of come on and be like, you know, it's a blessing um, to be able to just kind of um, uh, just walk by faith and not by sight, walk by faith and not by sight. And so thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time joining me on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, if this is not your first time joining me on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, you always know that you are welcome here to receive whatever it is that the Lord needs you to receive. Today, I want to talk to you about moving on. Uh, moving on. Sometimes, you know what, we get so stuck in a comfortable place in our lives. And sometimes it's like God is requiring us to move our faith. He told Abraham, he, this is what he told Abraham. He told Abraham to go to a place, a land that I'm going to show you, get, get your belongings and get away from, you know, go away from your family. And I'm going to show you this place that I have for you to go. And so what Abraham had to do, he had to respond in faith on what God has said, not really knowing exactly where he was going to land after it was all over with. But his thing was, was that I hear from God, I heard from God, and now I'm going to respond and act on what God has said. And so he gathered up all his belongings and his possessions, and he went to a land that God had showed him. And not only did he go to a land where God had showed him, then God began to open up even more blessings in his life. We know that about the, the child named um, Abraham, um, I'm sorry, Isaac, um, he became the father of many nations, uh, Sarah, the mother of uh, many nations. And so um, we find how Abraham's life was blessed. He was able to talk with God and commune with God and different things like that. He had to move on, move on from um, just what was familiar to him, move on from what he knew, move on from um, the people that he, he grew up connected with. He had to move on from his family. He had to move on uh, from those things um, in order to be blessed by God. And so um, sometimes, you know, in life, God will give us a word of about moving on, moving on and uh, moving on to whatever is next. Um, and everybody is, he's not going to tell everybody to get up and move away to a distant land. Um, he's not going to tell everybody um, that, hey, I'm going to uh, bless you for, your, for generations um, on generations and generations are going to bless, be blessed uh, from your obedience. He's not going to tell everybody that, but he told Abraham that. And 
Uh, what we can learn from that is that there is blessing in obedience. There is blessing in obedience. When it comes to sacrificing, um, obedience is better than sacrifice when it comes to doing what God has said. Um, when it comes to doing what God is, is telling you to do and leading you to do, it's best to just follow God's protocol. And the reason why, because it sets you up for blessing. Sometimes, you know what, trouble be waiting. Trouble is waiting for us. Uh, when we, uh, when God is um, telling you to to, to uh, move on from something or, or leave something or do something, sometimes he's trying to uh, get us to avoid troubles um, that will come if we don't uh, move on because he sees like the, he sees the, he knows the future and he, so he knows what's waiting for you or what's coming for you. And sometimes we may not always understand. <laughs> we may not always understand. It's just kind of like everything may seem perfect. Everything may seem peachy. Everything may seem rosy and different things like that. And God is like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to allow you to avoid this trap. I'm going to allow you to avoid this trouble. And I'm going to make a way of escape for you. Sometimes we need that way of escape. And we don't understand and realize how important the way of escape is for us and to us. Which is why we need a we need a word from the Lord, which is why we need to we have to see God. We have to pray. We have to ask him for his leadership. We have to ask him for his guidance. And um, when Jesus um, was um, getting ready to be born through the Virgin Mary, we find where he tells we he warns Joseph in a dream concerning um, King Herod and um, tells the uh, tells him exactly where to go and where to hide out at. And Joseph has to act on that word um, in order to keep baby Jesus safe. Um, and so uh, it's so important for us if we want to remain in safe dwelling, if we want to remain in safe keeping, if we want to remain in just safety, we have to be willing to listen to God and be open to his direction. And that's even for me as well. So, Lord God, I pray that, you know, you will keep me in safe dwelling. I want to remain safe. I want to dwell safely in the land. And if I'm if I am to dwell safely in the land, then I have to follow God's leadership. I have to follow God's direction. I have to follow God's guidance. And that's for everybody, everybody under the body of Christ has to follow the direction of Jesus Christ because he is our safety zone. He is our safety point. He is where we find protection. He is where we find um, defense. He is where we find just exactly what it is that we need. The Lord is our defender. The Lord is our shield. The Lord is our buckler. And the re how we get behind that shield, how we get behind that defense, how we get behind uh, in that safe hiding dwelling place is by following after what it is that God needs us to do. Sometimes the enemy will try to block you from being able to see what it is clearly that God needs you to do. But if you would just pray, sometimes you have to rebuke the enemy. Sometimes you have to cry out to God, Jesus, come in and help me. Jesus, come in and save me. Jesus, I want to see you. Jesus, I want to be made whole. You got to cry out to the Father God and he who sees you, uh, he who sees you, he will respond. Um, especially if you're sincere in heart, he knows um, when you're really crying out to him for help. And when you really don't really want his help, let me tell you something. When I began to cry out for Jesus, it, uh, it was within this last past couple of weeks. I just began to say, Jesus, Jesus, help me, you know, help me, help me, help me, help me. And he, I felt his help come right on in there. Um, and so it's, it's so important. For us to be able to cry out to our father. And the fact that we have a name that we can call on is a blessing. It's a blessing for us. Because let me tell you something. Some things in life, you don't want to have to experience alone. There are some things in my life and I'm just like, thank you, Jesus, that I did not have to experience that alone. But you were there. You were a very present help in my trouble. You were a very present help in my sorrow. You were a very present help when I was going through. You were a very present help when I needed understanding. You were a very present help 
up, when I needed someone to lean on, when I needed forgiveness, when I needed to be made whole, you are a very present help. Thank you, Jesus, for being there and giving me this wonderful name that's above every name that I can call on and find safety when I can find safety. It's so important, especially being on this earth, being in dangerous times, being in the end times. It's so important for us to know that we have a safe dwelling place in the name of Jesus Christ. We have a safe dwelling place resting and abiding in God. Uh, but we have to choose to rest and abide in God. And I'm choosing to rest and to abide in my heavenly father, because I know, I know and believe that uh, there is protection and there is covering. And so Sometimes when you want to hang on to different things and hang on to different people in life and hang on to this and hang on to that. And God is telling you, let it go. Let it go. I'm not saying letting go is easy. Sometimes you feel like you let it go and then you realize, man, I didn't let that go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let me tell you something. If God is saying, let it go, let it go, baby, and move on. Let it go and move on. Sometimes it ain't always easy. You know what? We get attached to things. We get comfortable with stuff. Things makes us, makes us feel good. We get It gets familiar with us and different things like that. But it's kind of like when God is saying, let it go and move on. Let it go and move on. I got you. I'm covering you. I'm walking with you. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to guide you. You're not going to be out there by yourself, but I need you to go on and move forward. I encourage you to go on and move forward. It's so important to follow uh, in God's leading leadership and his guidance. It's so important for us to be able to do that. Um, and how do we do that? We have to pray. Prayer is important, you guys. That should not be the least attended meeting in church. Uh, that should not be. That should be the most attended meeting in church simply because we are a church. We are a body that needs to hear from our Heavenly Father. And we want to hear from Him as a whole. You know, when we get ready to come into the congregation and come and hear the word of God from whoever the man or woman of God is, God allows to speak on his behalf. Uh, we want that. So that's something that's God speaking through them. Uh, we hope and pray that it's God speaking through them, uh, you know. Uh, and so uh, uh, it's so important for us to know what it is that God needs us to do and what, what he needs us to act in faith on. When they give that message, they're giving us something, they're feeding into us our faith. And we need something to act on so that God can respond to. We need a word, a message to act on so that God can respond to our faith so that he can so that we can see God operating and moving and blessing and blessing in our lives. We walk by faith and not by sight and, and we walk by faith and not by sight. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We need God to speak. We need God to move. We need God to give us revelation. We need God to be able to just give us something that we can act on so that he can respond and show that daughter, I'm here, son, I'm here here. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't fear. I'm here. And if God is saying, move forward, move on, you got it. Let it go. I'm telling you right now, there is no greater blessing than acting on what God has said to do. And so you have to pray. You have to seek God concerning his will. Write that stuff down. See, when you write it down, seek God concerning what you wrote down. If he needs some, some tweaking and some editing, tweak and edit and re rebuke the spirit of confusion, bind up the enemy in your life and just go forward and be blessed. Y'all just get so excited sometimes when I, you see me kind of jumping on base and something that just means I'm really feeling I'm really getting into it you know sometimes I edit the podcast and different things like that and you know sometimes I go into my uh little modes and stuff and I'm like you know I need to take that out of there but uh, I'm gonna let that remain because I was talking as I was uh and I feel like that was something that was important that needs to be said and so if you see that happening that's just me feeling it I'm feeling it I'm feeling it <laughs> 
feeling God. Sometimes, you know what? Our bodies don't even know how to respond to the presence of God resting on us. And so it responds with a whoa, wow, and a, and a, and a wow, and a whoa, and a whoa, whoa, wow. Um, and so if you're listening on YouTube, that's what it is. And so it feels so good to be back. It feels so good to be back and recording um, on uh, the podcast and just um, really adhering to just the different things that God has going on in the earth realm and just what God has going on in, in, in our lives and what God has going on in my life, what God has going on in your life. Um, and so uh, it's so important for us to be able to receive a word from the Lord. If you don't pray nothing else, pray to the Father God that he will fill up the mouths of his chosen vessels with the revelation needed for the church so that we can walk in faith and live in faith on what he has said. If you want a word from the Lord, pray for those in leadership. Pray for those who bring the word of God. Pray for those who speak on his behalf. Pray, Lord God, speak through him, Lord God, because I need the word that I need to do. I need the confirmation that I need in order to go forth. I need it, Father God. I pray right now and today, we're going to pray for church leadership. We're going to pray for those who are speaking the word of God. We're going to pray um, that God will fill them with manna. We need a fresh word from the Lord. We're going to pray for that on today on the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, because not only do we want them living in victory, we want to be living in victory. Um, you, that's why God sends the word, because he sends the word because he wants us to be able to live in victory. He wants our faith to grow. He wants our faith to be blessed. He wants our faith. He he wants us to give him the opportunity to respond to faith. Ah, he wants us to, it's not only just about receiving the word, but but uh, uh, Paul, I believe it was saying that I will show you my faith by my works because we're not saved by works alone, but we're saved by grace. And since I'm saved and I'm covered in grace, then I have this thing called faith and faith works by love. This is why it's so important for the church to love because when you're doing it in love and you're operating out of love and you're acting on the faith, do you not know that there are just principles and different laws and different things that God will, will uh, bless your life through and with, especially when he sees and he understands and he knows. Sometimes it's a matter of, Lord God, I, I, I feel you're doing me doing this, Lord God, but I need you to have mercy on me because, uh, because sometimes everybody don't always see exactly what it is uh, uh, that God is doing in your life. And so sometimes you have to pray for mercy. Sometimes you have to pray for grace. Sometimes you have to pray for covering. Sometimes you have to pray for those things and allow God to bless your life. There is a reason why God says, my mercies are new, more by morning. If we didn't need mercy, he wouldn't renew them. There is a reason why we're saved by grace. It says the righteous scarcely make it in. And if the righteous scarcely make it in, what does that leave the ungodly? What does it leave the unbelieving? And so since we are scarcely making it in, I mean, we're, we're making it by the hair of our chinny, chin, chin. We're trying to fight to get up in that thing. We're trying to fight to make it to the to, to God. And we're, we're trying to get in there. And we have a very rare adversary. Satan is, 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 a, is on, uh, I would say, He's trying to get some of us to, to go to hell, but we say, no, we're not going to hell. We're going to make it to the kingdom. We're going to make it to God. We're going to make it to the father. We're going to make it to Jesus. We're going to make it to him. We're going to walk with them because we're going to talk with them on a daily. We're going to get our daily bread. We're going to get our daily word. We're going to get what we need from God so that we can respond in faith because we believe and we trust in the God that we serve. He said that he would give us pastors after his own heart. And Father God, we trust and we believe and we know that you are filling up the hearts of those that you have called into the ministry to come and feed your sheep. And we're going to take that word and we're going to respond in faith because we trust and we stand on you. We stand on him. And what I mean by that is he is our foundation. He is our rock. And we need a solid foundation. Without a solid foundation, we have nothing to stand on. 
And so if God has given you a word, especially if it's time for you to move on from something, Lord God, help us to see what it is that we need to move on from. Don't let us move on from the wrong thing, but let us move on from the right thing so that we can run into the right thing. You guys, I'm not saying being saved is easy. No way. There is no way. It ain't easy being saved. You know what I hate when people say, especially when I hear other Christians say it, oh, and they're supposed to be a Christian. Oh, and they're supposed to be a Christian. What's that supposed to mean? What do you mean when you say that, oh, and they're supposed to be a Christian? Are they fighting? Are they trying to live saved? Are they seeking God? Are they praying? Yeah. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is because are we not wrapped in flesh? Who's perfect except for Jesus? And who is it that makes us perfect? That's why we're saved by grace. So we're saved by grace. That's what Paul had to tell the church. I believe this is the Corinthian church. Shall we continue in sin because grace abounds? God forbid. Because they understood and recognized, hey, I'm saved by grace. It's not about when God, when Jesus comes in, that covers my sin. I'm covered in the blood. My sins are forgiven. So I'm saved by grace. And they just went and was probably doing some of everything because they recognized Jesus covered it. But are we to take advantage of grace? No. Some people have very real struggles. So what very real struggles? As believers in Christ Jesus, as believers in Christ Jesus, our job is to love. The whole duty of a man is to fear God and keep his commandments. And the greatest of those commandments is loving the Lord thy God with all the heart, with all the might, with all the mind, with all the heart. And the second is likened to the other. Love thy neighbor as thyself. And sometimes for some Christians, we love our neighbor better than ourselves. And I don't see anything wrong with that if you truly are loving on yourself too. Don't get into a mode of Self, don't, don't, don't get into more of just being so deep into yourself that you forget about your neighbor. Self-love, there is nothing wrong with self-love. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to love yourself. It gets to be a problem, though, when it turns into selfishness. Selfish, selfishness love. Selfishness love. That's what I'm going to call it. Me, 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 me. I, I, I. Won't, 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 won't. And I don't care who it affects. I don't care how it affects them. If it feels good to me, I'm going to do it. And love ain't the basis for it. It just dipped and dipped, 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 dipped all the way in, in selfish lust, I should call it. Don't let your love turn into, don't let your self-love turn into selfishness and selfish lust. What I want, how I want it, 
what I want to do, when I want to do it. And you love so great for yourself that you forget that about loving God. Because love is selfless. We got to get to a point in our lives where it's just kind of like, God, I understand what's going on in my life, but there are some things in your will that you have qualified me for. There are some things in your will that you have chosen me for, God. And even though sometimes I don't see myself the way you see me, Father God, I love you enough, Father God, that I want to do it. I love you enough, God, that I want your will to come forth in my life because your will is important to me. It's important for me to fulfill it. Doing it in the right heart, with the right heart, operating in the right spirit. And whatever it is that you need me to move on from, God, I surrender. I surrender. But help me to see clearly, Lord God, and let it be done in love. And if it's you that's leading me to do whatever it is that needs to be done, Father God, I know that you have provided for me exactly what it is that I needed before I get there. Before I get there, it's already done. Because you have gone before me. You have already walked the steps that you require of me. It's God that goes before us. And so as I go, you know who I'm looking for in my journey? God. Abraham didn't know where he was going. He just knew that God sent him. He had to get up and go and trust that God was leading and guiding him. You know what he had to do? Be open to God so that he can know exactly where to land and where to stop. Sometimes if we would just go, if we would just go, sometimes if we would just do, as we go, as we do, we will begin to see God. Sometimes we want God to bless us while we're sitting. We're sitting and we're waiting for God to bless us. And God is like, I told you to go. I can't bless you while you're sitting. That's not what a blessing is. I've already gone. You've done everything that you needed to do in that spot. Now I need you to go. Does that mean I need to move from a one house to the next house? For some people, it does. For other people, no. <laughs> does that mean that uh, going means that I need to go from one job to another job. For some people, it does. For other people, no. That's why you have to know what the will of the Lord is for your life. You have to pray. You have to look for God. You have to seek out the confirmation. You have to obey. You have to implement faith. You have to do it. It's an individual decision and an individual choice. So we're going to pray. I'm going to pray for you. We're going to pray for our leaders. We're going to pray that God will show his will to the church so that we can know how to be a prepared, ready bride waiting on our groomsmen.
And I can tell you one of those things, not only prayer, praise. Praise, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, praise awaits you, O Lord. I remember sitting in Sunday school class a few years ago, some years back, and I was seeing that scripture and it just, it just stayed with me because it was such a blessing to be able to read it, especially after, you know, hearing the Sunday school teacher talk a little bit about it. Praise awaits you, O Lord. Meaning we're ready and we're prepared for you to bless. We're ready and we're prepared for your presence. Praise awaits you, O Lord. Praise awaits you, O Lord. We have already praised, Lord God. We have we 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 we're, we're while you prepare for us, Lord God, we're preparing for you to come. We're expecting you to come. We're expecting you to move. We're expecting God with expectancy. We pray. We don't just do this, Lord God, because it's something that we're familiar with. We don't just do this, Lord God, because it's something that's required. We don't just do this, Lord God, because it's something that, oh, is part of the church. We do it, Lord God, because we understand, Lord God, we are waiting on you to move. We do it, Lord God, because we are waiting for blessings to pour down and we're giving you thanks, a thanksgiving of praise. Praise awaits you, O Lord. Praise awaits you, O Lord. I do hope and pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you and that you will begin to bless and praise that wonderful name of Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your will being done in the earth, Father God, and delivering us from evil. Thank you for the body of Christ, Father God, and giving us a safe dwelling place, resting and abiding in your love, resting and abiding in you, Father God. We pray for leadership, Father God, and those, Lord God, that you have called to speak your word, Father God. We need a word from you, Lord God, that only you can give, Lord God, in our churches, in our homes, Lord God. A word of deliverance, Father God. A word of healing, Father God. A word of wholeness, Father God. A word, Lord God, that will allow us to be able to begin to act in faith, moving as one body, Lord God. You are one Lord, Father God, Lord Jesus, and you have one body, Father God, and that is the body of that is the body of Christ. That is the church, Father God. Thank you for calling us into repentance. Thank you for calling us into wholeness. Thank you for calling us to bless and praise your name. Thank you, Father God, for touching the minds of leadership, Father God, and filling them, Lord God, with the revelation, Lord God, they need from you, Father God. You are the great father. Lord God, protect them. Bless their homes, Father God. You see where the enemy has been trying to attack, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you would just cause peace to stir up in their lives, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for the pastors, the bishops, the prophetess, the prophets. Thank you, Father God, for the ministers. Thank you, Father God, for the, the musicians. Thank you, Father God, for anybody working in any capacity, Father God, the deacons and the deaconesses. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord God, we need you. Thank you, Father God, for touching their hearts and their minds. Thank you, Father God, for the tele-evangelists. Thank you, Father God, for the evangelists. Thank you, Father God, for just sending out the missionaries. Thank you, Father God, for touching the hearts and the minds of your people, the musicians, the summits, Lord God. Thank you for all of them. Thank you for all of us working together as one, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for those who are the custodians, Lord God, and taking care of the upkeep of the church, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for those in the, in the kitchen. Thank you for the greeters, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for everyone working together as one body, Father God. Thank you, 
you, Father God, for allowing it to run like an oil well machine, a well oil machine, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for being the oil that flows through the church. Thank you, Father God, for allowing your anointing to rest within the body. Lord God, thank you for bringing deliverance back into the church. Thank you, Father God, for bringing sustenance back into the church. Thank you, Father God, hallelujah, for this great move and transition and shift within the body of Christ. Thank you, Father God, for everyone listening to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast, Lord God, that they will begin to see you in their lives. Thank you for allowing them to move by faith, Father God, on what you have said, Lord God, and give them direction, Lord God. Whatever it is that you have spoken concerning them, Father God, give them hearts and minds to seek you concerning, Father God, that they will be diligent enough to do. Your will be done in our lives. Your will be done on earth. Thank you for everything you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you would go forward and be blessed. Hello, I'm Lynn Sacy. I encourage you to become part of the movement, the movement of making Jesus bigger. You can find out more about the Making Jesus Bigger movement by following me on social media at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. You can purchase the t-shirt Making Jesus Bigger because we have been given victory in Jesus Christ on the website www.lynnstacystudios.wixsite.com backslash media. By becoming part of the Making Jesus Bigger movement, we are choosing to be lights in the world. Be blessed in Jesus' name. And remember to always go forward and be blessed.